Welcome to... <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Um, all right. <laughs> Can I just stop that? You just keep it recording, oh, and then... I just keep it recording. Yeah, yeah. And then I just... I just, I just get rid of it. You've already lost Russell. All right. Okay. Well, welcome to the Tuesday Hot Fix, and weird thing. I'm Liam, and I'm using my real name today, and Russell. Hello. Hello. Good start. Very excited because we're going to bring some well-needed class into the Tuesday Hot Picks, and we have a guest, Sarah. Do you want to use your real name, Sarah, or should we call you something else? Well, I think it's too late now. <laughs> yeah, don't tell him, Blake. I was under, yeah, real names. I was under the impression I was going to be meet, meeting with, like, you know, Roger and Hammerstein or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, okay, so we'll call you Sarah then, because yeah. uh, that's actually your name. Um, and uh, yeah, and 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 welcome. I mean, very, I mean, not only are we excited to have you, but it, first guest. Okay, so every other guest is gonna ha- is gonna have to live up to you. And our listeners may have spotted that you are American. Yeah, and, pretty hard to miss. And I, well, when so first question here. So, um, and you you've been you've lived in Texas, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, you might not know this about me, but I am doing a yoga challenge, and it's a 30-day yoga challenge, and it is a lady called Adrienne. Yeah. Is that her real name? Uh, it is her real name, and, and she's based in Austin. She is. What, what is she like? Because I guess everyone is. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Right, Texas. Yeah, I've and, met her uh, for sure. What did you talk about the first time you met her? Yeah. Um, I actually have done many yoga challenges with yoga with adrian on youtube and sometimes she films videos outside and it's like oh i know exactly where she is <laughs> well well it is she's on the 1108 lavaca street but then there's also some more numbers that says 110 to 188 what does that mean that'll be like the apartment number or it's probably an office so it's like the number of the office the what's the 1108 bit then See, so if you're looking at Lenaka Street, 110-188. So, like, 1108 is the building number. Lavaca Street is the street. So, that's the building number on the street. And then the numbers at the end will be, like, the suite in the office building. So, she probably, I mean, she's very famous. So, she probably owns a bunch oh, of she? different rooms. Yeah. I, and she has a dog, which is why I, I decided that, I would, yeah. that was the that was The dog's very thing. cute. And she's famous, then. I mean, I think so, in, like, YouTube fitness right. circles. <laughs> Liam, you were saying you were struggling with one of the yoga moves, weren't you? Do you want to think divulge what, which one it was? It was, I, do you know yoga very much, Sarah? Yeah, I mean, my favorite pose is um, Shavasana. I really enjoy. <laughs> so that one where you just lay down on your back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one is, it's, I think it's called the crumb. Oh, that's tough. Uh, it, well, yeah, I, I got as far as, yeah, well, I didn't do it. I mean, like, this this lady, there's like nothing of her, right? She's a very slim, yeah. small, petite lady. Always. And, <laughs> and she just makes it look so easy. She just says, okay, squat. I'm okay with the squat. Put your hands in front. Okay with that. Rocking. It started getting a bit dicey then, but I, I was okay with the rock. And then she says, lift one foot up. I was like, no, I might just take that. There's gravity, right? And then, and then she just like rocks on, and she's just there like it's like, I don't know, yeah, four in the afternoon. Yeah, 
knees to elbows. What? Once you try and do it once and you do like a forward somersault, then the fear is gone. You're like, okay, I can do it now. Well, I know it's all bloody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is not um, one move where you've just got to sit down and engage the floor, which is like <laughs> sitting down? To it. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I'm sure it's what, so, all legitimate. I, I I even got that wrong when I did that to start off with because you like sit down and then I thought you were crossing your legs, but you, you're not. You're putting one foot in front of the other. Oh yeah, to have yeah. it's like to even your hips out because when you cross yeah. your legs, then you have one hip that's higher than the other. We're just going to talk about fitness for the next, like, 30 minutes, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very, okay. very intriguing and very related to everything. Okay. But, yeah, no. Everyone in, everyone in Austin is very fit um, uh, because, you know, we would eat and drink a lot. So you have to exercise to, like, you know, balance and be well-rounded. But, you know, I would go for runs with my dad, like, around <clears throat> this the Colorado River, essentially, but it's called Town Lake Trail. And there'd be dudes that were like six four, look like they weighed about ten pounds, and they're just like blast by, and they're having a full conversation. We're like, they could at least pretend that they're struggling. Just some effort. Yeah, <laughs> they could at least pretend. Oh, I've just realised I better switch Slack off because I'm getting some notifications and making some boom noises. Um, so okay, I'll, I'll scratch that off. You don't know it. Now, um. The other thing before we get into the nitty gritty of it is, um, my, 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 both my parents are from Yorkshire and they are, well, my dad's dead now, but, um, we're very tight with their money. I understand you're married to a Yorkshireman. I am. Is he tight? Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's in the other room. Okay. It's not a bad No, he is. He is. I think, and he's his only child, but his parents uh-huh. are very frugal. Um, uh-huh. but they're both from, the south but they've lived in the north for like 60 years so okay. yeah they're both very frugal they're like the people that are like secretly have money but you would never know um, right yeah that's my mom that is yeah yeah so it, less now i think but it'll be like i will spend money on the things that i work where it's like get a facial every month or go get my hair done or whatever and he'll just like once a year buy a new games console and in the end, they end up being the same. It's just like one big purchase versus 12 smaller purchases. So less now. We're already planning our 2023 travel. So we're like, well, mm. we don't have a house. We don't have kids. We don't have pets. I guess we'll go to Europe now. We're stopping you. Now that we can. My, my dad was so tight. Uh, we had to use both sides of the toilet paper. <laughs> what? <laughs> but anyway, enough of uh, Adrian Yoga and Yorkshireman. Um, so, uh, I wonder if you could tell me a little bit about your, your role, even though we don't want to talk about a company that we work yeah. for, it's a big enough organization to have many people work for it. And there's a user base, which is, which is in, in the, in the number of millions. And the other thing I wondered if you could talk about as well is that when you started work, it was about three and a half seconds before lockdown. So you didn't really get to engage with a lot of, um, the employees and you're like one of the but but like you are so much part of the team whatever your thing is that you've done is obviously very very good and i wonder if you could just maybe well maybe talk flattery a little will, bit about that yeah flattery will get you everywhere <laughs> liam flattery um, will get you on the show yeah <laughs> uh well you yeah, know kind of my you know elevator pitch i think i'm kind of similar to russell in that i wear many hats but where russell does like 
technical and professional things. I do um, more user and, I don't know, like marketing and content, creativeness. I don't know, a little bit of everything. So like newsletters, emails, customer support, trying to keep track of everything that's going on, being the middleman, <laughs> pushing the send button on things to make sure they go out on time. And then when, when they don't go out on time, figuring out what happened. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think a bit of, a lot of like communication and internal team admin and um, yeah, and like user support and things like that. Um, much less technical than what Russell does. Uh, sure, sure it's not much less technical. It's like 10% temp, technical, 10% yeah. creative, and then I'm the rest is like, I'm in the middle. <laughs> uh, do you find that you get um, repetitive um, requests? Um, a hundred thousand percent. Yeah. Say that again. <laughs> do you get yeah, repetitive requests? <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, there's definitely, you know, you have your top 10 things that you're answering each and every day a lot of times. We have a thing right now where it's a very specific ask, and it's clearly based on a thing that happened like a year ago. And so I just cop, you know, you just, you look to make sure that your answer is still correct, but, you know, you can just copy and paste or, you know, you're, you just know it by the back of your hand. Or even if they haven't described the issue correctly, I'm like, well... I actually know what your actual problem is, though. Like, Ooh. you know, you, you just learn. Um, it's a mind meld thing. Yeah. Yeah, you just I, learn. So there's a bit of that, which, I mean, it's fine. Everyone's probably will get something where we're like, oh, that's interesting. Like, what even is that? Um, which is always kind of interesting to me when a user, like, does something and it just, like, breaks four things. I'm like, I'm sure every all the developers love me because I'm like, hey, I found three more problems. <laughs> Do you, do you ever I was like, like I, I, ha I was doing this really weird specific thing and um here's a bug thank you <laughs> I, I, uh, I it reminds me um back in the day we used to do a lot of phone support so speaking to mm -hmm. customers over the phone there was a one lady uh, was talking to me about something I can't remember what but she was sort of huffing and puffing and blowing and sort of oh you mm -hmm. know sort of quite agitated and then she eventually told me what she was doing, and she was she was in a field chasing some sheep, sort of trying to round them up <laughs> at the same time as talking to me. I thought that was quite amusing. Yeah. She was on the lab. <laughs> <laughs> I think when we used to do more phone support, the only issue with that is, like, I am would be fine doing it. It just takes so much time. Yeah. And I think right at the start of lockdown, which Lamey mentioned, People were, we were still trying to do phone support remotely, but the problem is if we're getting like, you know, a hundred queries a day about the same thing that I can give you very specific, simple step-by-step -step yeah, instructions yeah, yeah. written in an email, um, that it saves you time, it saves us time versus I would call people back and they would just want to have someone to chat with and I'd be on the phone with them for like over an hour. Yeah, yeah. Even though, you know, and they go off on tangents not related to any problem and it's like okay so back to because they're like oh let me explain everything that i just wrote in my five paragraph email and i'm like yeah that's fine it'll take me two steps to tell you how to fix this problem so finding it's about you know you have to find the right balance you, know, you want to have like interaction and you're not like blowing people off 
Um, but also like, I don't have an hour every day to talk to just one person, Sandra, like. <laughs> that's not a real name. Yeah, no. If you're right there, Sandra. That's my, yeah, that's my go-to fake name, right? <laughs> she really means you, Henry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but can we just, you know, I know your listenership is just massive, so I'm just going to put it out there yeah. right now. Um, if you were a person contacting support, just write hello. You don't need to put dear sirs. <laughs> yes. Um, because... We're just like, hello, support, whatever. It's fine. We're not offended if you don't use like a gendered term. Just, just hi. How's it going? And then ask your question or explain your problem. Um, it cracks me up, but it's also a pet peeve because it's like, I want to not answer them. But I also want to answer them and be like, like, kind regards, Sarah. <clears throat> Not a Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny, though. Oh. Um, Russell, you reminded me, of, like, my very first job in IT was working in technical support, first first, le- um, first level, first layer, whatever, for an ISP. And um, I got this phone call, it was in Australia, and this this bloke phoned me up and he said what should I do and I says alright well first of all just close all your windows and then it just went you know what's coming here later um, it went <laughs> they really quiet for like two or three minutes and I was like oh can I I was only just started like can I hang up because it's not one there alright mate close me windows now what it's like what your actual windows yeah it's fucking hot in here Nat it's fantastic that's amazing. I mean, we would also have the difficulty when you run like a tech app, right? Is people have the app on their phone and, you know, for the most part, if I had to guess, our user base is maybe a little older than I am. So they are calling you on the phone. Me, yeah. And they, <laughs> they don't know how to like, you know, be on a call and then close that in the background and then have the app open at the same time. Yeah. So they'd be like, oh, wait, can I call you back? like from my landline and I'm like well then why didn't she just call from that in the first place if you're asking an app problem and you need to have the app open on your phone in order for me to walk you through the steps uh, but that doesn't happen anymore but it just is funny but also I mean as a millennial I could never do that a landline I don't know one of them in eons um I I know I asked you about um and starting work um you know just before that but before you answer that bit there I a little note down here that has the word travel dads on it. <laughs> yeah. And, <You> know, and, <laughs> speaking wait, of how I'm no longer the youngest person on the team, and yet I yeah. still make jokes. See, I was listening <clears throat> to this podcast uh, called My Favorite Sister. Yep. And surprise, surprise, when they started talking about you and me, Russell, in this, uh, in, in this, in this chat as a travel dad. Yeah, I don't know. Is a travel dad an insult or not? I got can't look it out. Yeah, it's not a tra- <laughs> it's not an insult at all. So what had happened was we were on a work trip, and uh, at the time it was me and like what eight or seven or eight male coworkers, and we're all standing outside the airport trying to figure out where the cab is, and it's like every single one of you was on your phone, trying to like do things, figure out what's happening. Liam, you're over there, like, fancy wearing a blazer. So it was just like, it's a <laughs> dad. I was like, I realized there was, like, four people in the group that are not dads at all, and some of them are close to my age. But still, I was like, this is what it looks like right now. 
in this scenario, I was like, I'm just along for the ride. I don't have to figure out anything, make any plans. Just tell me when to appear in the hotel lobby. <laughs> well, um, it's great. No, it just means you're organized uh, and, you know, professional, yeah. responsible, all positives. I, I, I just want, just want to uh, put it out there um, that I looked very dapper in my jacket. It was very easy to get my passport. And also, um, Russell got a chance to do his Roger Moore impression at the uh, at the airport when we arrived. There you go. I mean, the next time we went, security asked me if I was there for travel or as part of the military. And I was like, well, clearly the military, because I'm wearing like a sweatsuit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on your tongue up. Yeah. So... <clears throat> So, so what I'll do, Russell, is I'll pretend that I am the, the airport security dude, and then you answer like you answered when you were at the at the airport. I'm not going to do the accent, because I can't really do it. I can do a German accent, but it would just seem very derogatory to some of the people that... Okay, so I'm at the airport. Well, yeah, all right. Ah, hello, Mr... Okay, hello, Russell. Um, Are you here for business or pleasure? Well, I hope a bit of both. <laughs> Is that right? Oh, yeah, that's it. So, um... And then they just look at you like... Okay. Yeah, yeah stamp, go away. Speaking of, that was funny. We're 28th time I've had a bet this hour. <laughs> Is that not right, but, man? No, that's exactly how you did it. Right, okay. Yeah. But it did sound a little cross between Sean Connery and Roger Moore. Josh out and little bit of bosh. <laughs> um, oh, and that, okay. I will get to the get to the lockdown thing, but I've just realised, uh, Russell, have you thought? Because what we the way we end this the show is by enacting a a cool one liner from James Bond, and you've just reminded me that I haven't haven't thought of one. Have you thought of one? Yes, I have, but I'm not sure it'll be uh, uh, quite. Um... As it was in the movie, if you see what I mean. But I can sort of vaguely right. remember it. Okay. All right. Well, we'll work out. Yeah. So, Sarah, yes. You, are you answering some... You, I can see you typing. You, you're, you're answering some support queries in no, the podcast, no, are you? You are. Oh, no. No, because I'm getting... You know, you turned Slack off, but I forgot to turn uh, my chat off, so I'm getting messages in. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So... So popular, I, you know... <laughs> So you start work. Yeah. So already we say you can't work the same hours as us. You've got to work later and on a Friday. Yeah. For a lovely lunch because you've started. Yeah. Just like a brief rundown. So it was like, yeah, my husband is British. Um, We met when we were in university in Manchester. uh, And then I had to go back to America. Um, And then we finally, you know, were able, I was able to, he finished school, got a job, worked for the required number of amount of time the UK government says you have to work and then I was able to come over here and then for six months I just didn't do anything because I wasn't allowed to work um, so then w- once we were married and then I had a different visa I was able to work so like December 2019 to like hmm. January 2020 right I'm like that's yeah. the right time frame right 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 yeah yeah <laughs> uh, I was like looking for jobs yeah and then I you know, interviewed with a few companies, actually interviewed with another company um, that has their main office in our same building. And I didn't know it at the time because I interviewed at their London office instead. Oh. Nice. Um, but yeah, 
So I started, I, you know, it was amazing. I got the job. So that was officially my first um, job in the UK. Previously, I worked as a contractor for the US government, doing a very similar thing that I do now, just like in a completely different um, topic. Um, yeah. And so it was like three for three weeks going into a, going from this huge corporate government office in America where everyone, we have these huge cubicles where I think our current office space would probably fit like three cubicles. <laughs> and it was like very quiet. Um, now I'm in this combined room with how many do we have? Like 11? At the time. At the time. It was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just starting. And at that point it was just like straight support um, and like learning learning the ropes but no I think everyone was really nice um yeah and then I just remember it was like the week before lockdowns uh people on our team were like uh, I guess we'll start taking our stuff home just in case we're not allowed to uh come back in so I was like okay I'll, I'll work from home on Monday as a test and then uh never come back <laughs> oh man well I mean what's that like though because um like I've shared this in the work with Russell and yeah I think for me, actually, it worked really well because I'm what I'm what the kids call a like introverted extrovert. So I can be like an extroverted for, you know, distinct periods of time. Um, oh, once geez. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> once I'm like comfortable around groups of people. But, you know, sometimes you need time to like rest and recharge and also to like be able to get your work done. Yeah. Um yeah, it helped. We also had one other coworker who started the week after me, so he was there even less. <laughs> so I wasn't. I was only the new employee for a week. <laughs> yeah, and we actually met you as well, didn't we? So that was. Yeah. But but what what is it like? Like, okay, have a lot of have a lot of made this. So when you when most of us started working remotely, we we would already be working with each other for many years, mm -hmm. and and that basically means that you know what they're like. Yeah, and, and and so on and so forth, but like for you, you would that that period of getting to know people was 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 all virtual. Was, yeah. yeah, I think. I mean, I feel like we did a good job of we had like twice weekly kind of group Zoom calls for like anyone who could make it, um, where it was just like very casual. And of course, you know, those eventually kind of tapered down. Um, but I think doing that, and then now that we can see each other, you know, we do like lunch meetups and whatnot, or you know, Christmas dinners, I think, you know, you do have to like make an effort to do that. I'd say the first work trip this summer, that was good because we hadn't like spent a whole lot of force togetherness time in a very long time. Um, you know, so it's, it's kind of like builds over time. I think it's like a slow, like in that first, you know, maybe like seven or eight months really where we were all at home, but also everyone else is stuck at home. So it's not like you're yeah. not in the office when everyone else is in the office um yeah i don't know so i never had to learn anything about british office culture i have other american friends that live here and they like joke about things that they've done wrong in the office i'm like well i didn't have that i was only office for three seconds <laughs> well i mean like, like making people tea i'm like well i don't drink tea so it's <laughs> that i mean that that's just a uh, uh, oh, i feel i feel like we're a group of coffee that. drinkers anyway so it works for me and the thing about, as you'll know, with English people is if they're really upset, they'll just grumble to themselves. <laughs> so it's really easy to know when they yeah. have upset someone. Yeah. I think over time you just learn, like, I learned, like, who does what, 
and you just get more comfortable asking people, you know, you know, like, oh, I have a weird thing that I'm going to ask. And then you just ask them, um, yeah, yeah. you know, over chat message versus like in person. Mm. I think one of the things I noticed is that when everybody is remote, it seems to be easier in a bizarre way. Because if you were like half of the people were in the office and then half of the people are not, you'll end up with, you'll have a meeting and yeah. the meeting will be a group of, and then let's say it finishes, the Zoom thing or whatever is finished. But then the other four people that are in the office might say something and talk about it, not because mm-hmm. they're trying to hide anything, but then there's suddenly this little snippet of information that they know For sure. that just doesn't happen. Whereas if everybody's remote, then, um, uh, they yeah. Um, they, 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 you, you have you have to share it somehow, and and then the, the, like you have like a channel in whatever you know software you use, like Slack. Yeah, it's definitely a uh, like test in communication and like trickle down communication uh, to make sure that all the information is spread properly. Um, but I think that's something that you know all companies have issues with is like cross department communication inside teams outside teams i mean we bet benefit were in the uk we're like such a large team um mm-hmm. compared to some of our other like teams in our company so yeah, yeah you know if i need to ask a question i just work around and i just ask the people the question like i don't need to like create a ticket or whatever i just send them a message yeah no i think i think that's a yeah I, th- I think, like you say, that it's something that lots of people, lots of companies deal with. But in a way, it's kind of nice if it is a little... I mean, what size company are we? Are we, we we're not a small company now, but we're small enough to go to the summer event and probably yeah. not most of the people there, though, which is a big difference, isn't it? Because you can... Mm. Hey. It's like, I don't know, yeah, 125 to 150, I think, right? Yeah. Which like, sounds like a lot. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Right. Another thing about working remotely, working remotely is um, we've got all these tools now that you can use to help work remotely, and we've also got the bandwidth at home. You know, imagine if it happened yeah, yeah. like ten or fifteen years ago, we probably struggled a lot more. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. We had one random weekend like a year or so ago where the internet just like completely went out for like five days, but. I don't know. The town where we live apparently just has BT Wi-Fi everywhere. So I just paid 20 quid for like a week's worth of unlimited BT Wi-Fi. And we're like, okay. Since then, Jack has changed jobs. So he has a work phone that has unlimited data that we could have used as a hotspot instead, which we have done since then. But, you know. Do you remember? That's what you're using right now. Do you remember the <laughs> episode of the IT crowd where one of them says the internet was this box with a red light on it, not to break it. Yeah, yeah. And someone sat on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute. What are you saying? That's not what the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, how can you explain the cloud? That's <laughs> it's a distributed. I always distributed network. Yeah. Oh, I've seen this cloud. Great one right. there. It just goes round the corner <laughs> by another. Um, breaks again. Yeah. Uh, where I've seen, where I grew up in, uh, you know, we mentioned that I have lived in Texas, which is true, but I grew up outside Washington D.C., which is where. The, like the actual cloud is, you know, all the servers and data sectors are there. So you can see them there in really nondescript cubular buildings. <laughs> um, I'm a bit conscious of the, the time. Yeah. Because, uh, what's that? 
press. Okay, if you, <laughs> if you, if you, uh, if you made some software, but like, what would it be for? That's what it'd be for. <laughs> so you're asking. See, this is this is the problem. Is like you're like everyone's like, oh, Sarah's so quiet. I'm like, I'm not quiet. I just listen to everything everyone says and then ask 15 questions before I <laughs> give an analytical and critical response. Um. Oh, I don't know what my software would be. It'd probably be something like food or snack related um, yeah. product that I'm trying to deliver. But, you know, I have to, like, think of what my, like, how am I going to disrupt the uh, you, well, I, I, <laughs> the snack space? I guess it's like a hamburger bin. Um, <laughs> and a snack bar. Well, my other question was, uh, if you owned your own pub. Yeah. So you did, you did give me a little, uh, like a wink, wink hint that this might be the question yesterday. So I couldn't really, again, I was like, but I need to, coming up with a business, see, this is the marketing side. It's like, you have to think of that. What's the SEO? What's the branding going to be? I'm like, what's the logo? What's the, what's the vibe? I like have all these questions before you come up with the name. Um, but I did ask my, uh, husband, Jack, what he would name his pub. And he said, well, so many pubs are called the King's arms and the King's head, but what about the King's legs? Oh, <laughs> I was like, "You're an idiot," but it was very funny. So, you know, King's King's Lake, yeah, oh, just a King's Lake. Um, all right, okay. but I probably so, something like you have to use the word like I don't know, like brew, or you know, pints and something, or something brew in in the name. You know, like cold brew, and we serve yeah, yeah. pints of beer and pints of cold brew because that's the only thing I miss living in the UK versus the US is cold brew coffee. Right. We see if you're calling it a brew here, um, someone from up north, so think you're making them a cup of tea. Perfect. I can hire someone that knows how to make tea. That's... <laughs> I was I was say, saying before, Russell, I would go I'd go very um, carry on movie and call it the Whip It In or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Uh, so, um, yeah, what what's your James Bond? Um, so what 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 are we doing? Okay, what so film is it? If you've got uh, you've got to go with it, Liam, and do the All reply. Right. Because you're the villain, all right? Oh. Okay, so James Bond is strapped to a table. Oh, is it? Coming towards him. Yeah. Well, I suppose you expect me to talk. <laughs> no, Mr. Bond, they expect you to die. It's like I'm watching it live on the screen. <laughs> the magic happened. Brilliant. Okay, well, on that uh, bombshell, and um, we, we'll, we'll wrap it up. And just say thank you very much, Sarah. Yeah, thank and you. Sarah. Thank you for. Yeah, thanks thank for having me. It's been one of our most organized and coordinated, always on topic conversations that we've ever had. <laughs> it's amazing what happens when you're not also having like a drink at a pub. Oh man, maybe we should do that next time. <laughs> but I, I think someone else I'd like to thank as well is anyone who's actually made it to the end of the podcast. Thank you very much for. Uh, stay in the whole way and I don't really think I need to edit this too much either so anyway thanks very much and thank you everybody from the Tuesday podcast from Austin Texas